I'm Chantel, and you're listening to The Journey with Dr. Chantel Moore, a podcast about releasing our story, being proud of ourselves, and traveling our journey well to the glory of God. This is episode eight. We're talking about faith investments. Make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. Let's dive in. Investing in God and your faith is surrounding yourself with a positive environment. These investments can look like reading, prayer, the music we listen to, church attendance, our thoughts, our conversation, our friends, the activities we allow ourselves to participate in. We're not just feeding our faith, but we're also feeding our future, our hearts, our minds, our spirits, and our relationship with God. If you have a family, you're also feeding your family. You're feeding the atmosphere in your home with whatever you're partaking in. We feed our future because what we see or surround ourselves with is what we will become. So how do we become the vision of ourselves that we see in our hearts and minds? How do we become the vision of ourselves that God has shown us? One of the ways we do this is through our faith investments. I'm going to share with you seven ways to invest in your faith. Number one, spend time with God every day. Matthew 4 and 4, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth from the mouth of God. The word proceedeth is future present tense. This means it is ongoing or continuously occurring. The words that God is speaking are continuous. He has not stopped speaking. It's difficult to know what God is saying, the direction he's moving in, and how we are to align ourselves if we aren't spending time with him daily. Hearing the voice of God, learning to turn in the direction he's moving in, feeds our faith because then we can see the manifestations of God in our lives. God's manifestations in our lives feeds our faith. It assures us that we heard what we heard, we saw what we saw, God said what he said, we can hear his voice, we can follow his instructions, he is present with us, he has not left us. Number two, read the Bible daily. The Bible will impart faith into you. Jesus read the Bible and included the Bible in his life. As a matter of fact, there are numerous examples of Jesus reading the word of God. He was feeding his faith. For example, in Matthew 4, 1 through 11, when Jesus was tempted in the wilderness, he quoted scripture to resist Satan. He demonstrated that scripture can be relied upon to help us resist evil and our faith in scripture is justified. Then we see in Luke 4, 16 through 20, when Jesus read from the book of Isaiah in the synagogue. Okay, so then in Luke 8, 13 through 15, Jesus talks about seed being planted on soil that isn't good versus good soil. In these scriptures, Jesus mentions that the seed planted on good ground are the people who hear the word and keep it in their good and honest hearts. They produce good despite what life may bring. In other words, Bible reading is paramount to your faith and your ability to produce good things. This is why Jesus provided us with examples of him quoting scripture and reading the word of God. He wanted us to see faith in action. But he also wanted us to see and know the importance of feeding our faith. Let me say it differently. We know that Jesus was the word, according to John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. If Jesus was reading scripture, and Jesus is the word, how much more should we read the scripture? If the maker of the Bible The expert is relying upon and reading the Bible while he was present here on earth. How much more should we rely upon and read the Bible? 
we should be reading the Bible daily because it imparts faith into us and it helps us to produce good things. Number three, study the Bible. It is okay to read the Bible and not understand what you're reading. Understanding will come. It's okay to ask questions about the Bible, the people, and the events. It's okay to spend days studying one scripture. It is okay to ask God questions about him, the word, the people, and the word. It is okay to Google your questions about the Bible. This is studying the Bible. This is learning the Bible. This is learning the word of God. This is preparing yourself to resist Satan and his schemes. This is building yourself and your faith. Studying the word of God is giving yourself a blueprint for how to live life and move forward in your relationship with God. 2 Timothy 2 and 15, be diligent to present yourself approved to God as a workman who does not need to be ashamed, handling accurately the word of truth. There isn't a set formula or way that you must study the Bible. Open it, start reading, start asking questions and digging deep. Number four, worship. When we are worshiping God, reminding him of his goodness and his faithfulness, we're also reminding ourselves of God's goodness. We're establishing within our spirits how faithful he is, how just he is, how mighty he is. During worship, we connect with the goodness and grace of God. Isaiah 25 and 1, Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you and praise your name for in perfect faithfulness, you have done wonderful things, things planned long ago. That scripture is a perfect example of how God restores or builds our faith during worship. We're reminded of why he's good. We're reminded of why he will come through. We're reminded of who he is. We're reminded that he's not some far off God in the sky, but he draws near. He's alive and well. Use worship, speaking to God about his goodness, singing a cappella with instruments or other singers. Sing praises to God's name on a daily basis. I promise you this is one of your investments in your faith. Number five, listen to God's voice daily. This was mentioned a bit in point one. It deserves its own point. Each day during your time with God, grab a notebook and pen, quiet yourself and listen to what God is saying. Allow God to speak freely without interruption from you, without you wanting him to say or do something specific. Rather, allow God to express himself in the way that he chooses. No limits, no restrictions. God, speak what you will, say what you will. Psalm 25, four through five, make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths, lead me in your truth and teach me for you are the God of my salvation. For you, I wait all the day long. God will teach us his paths, his ways. He will lead us when we wait on him, when we position ourselves to hear him and to follow him. Number six, church attendance. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Romans 10 and 17, we build our faith, invest in it, and feed it by hearing about faith. Church services share faith in multiple ways. The message your pastor preaches is hearing faith. The songs the worship team sings, that's hearing and sharing faith. Testimonials is hearing and sharing faith. Seeing and hearing about the services church provides, the people the church helps, that is hearing and seeing faith in action. Churches express God in different dimensions. One church may care for the homeless, another may provide groceries, and another church may do national and international mission trips. 
These dimensions of God reflect his goodness, love towards humanity, greatness, and concern. When you attend church, you are seeing this in action. Attending church in person feeds your faith. Hebrews 10, 24 through 25. And let us consider how to spur one another on to love and good deeds. Let us not neglect meeting together as some have made a habit, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. This is exactly what church does. It feeds our faith, encouraging us to love and do good works for God. Finally, number seven, incorporate God into your daily life. Psalm 63 and 1, O God, you are my God, early will I seek you. Seek God first thing in the morning. Let prayer, worship, and Bible reading lead your day. Let God set the tone for your day. Incorporate God into your daily life, into your decisions. He's not for reading and praying first thing in the morning, then ignoring him. Rather, reading and praying first thing and remembering to give thanks. Remember to connect with God throughout the day. You can literally pray all day. When you arrive home safely, thank you for bringing me home safe, God. When the workday begins, help me to be productive, God. If you're working for your own business, Lord, as I start working for you today, give me creative strategies and ideas. Going to school, Lord, help me learn and understand all that I see and hear today. Help me to apply it to different scenarios. Let me be excellent. I hope that as we discussed feeding our faith, that you found practical ways to feed your faith, that you remember why we worship God, attend church, and spend time with him daily. I pray that you see your faith in action in tangible ways. To wrap us up, here are seven ways to feed your faith. Number one, spend time with God daily. Number two, read the Bible daily. Number three, study the Bible. Number four, worship God daily. Number five, listen to God's voice daily. Number six, attend church in person. And finally, number seven, incorporate God into your daily life. Thank you for listening to The Journey with Dr. Chantel Moore. In the next episode, we're talking about me versus me. We're talking about competition and how we should not be competing against others, but rather the Bible tells us to run the race that God has set before us with grace. Be sure to subscribe to, rate, and review The Journey with Dr. Chantal Moore. I'll see you all next week.